Welcome back to the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. I'm your host, Alexandra Goman, and today I'm back with you on the podcast with one of my dear friends, Jessica Versage, coming at you live from the Chicago area, the, the burbs okay. of Chicago. <laughs> I'm so excited that Jessica's here. I've been trying to get her on for a long time. And I finally, uh, we finally overcame our children's sicknesses and the time difference to make this podcast happen. So Jess, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me. So Jessica and her husband, Tanner, work with um, ministry out in the Chicago area. They work with college students. They work with young professionals. They do a million things. They have two children, two adorable little boys that she's going to share with us more about, I'm sure. But I am so excited just to have Jess on here. Jessica and I were actually roommates in college at the beautiful University of Georgia. Go dogs. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and we have <laughs> made it through lots of life together and are still best <laughs> friends to this day. So she's she's a ride or die. That's but, right. Um, <laughs> but I'm really excited um, to be able just to hear from Jessica today and hear what she has in her heart. So Jess, welcome and thanks so much for joining. Thank you. Yeah, so many good times. We could have a whole podcast on memories since college, but we'll <laughs> spare you. Um, but yeah, today, thanks for having me again. But I would love to talk about perseverance because that is an all all favorite topic of, I feel like, everyone. And it's something that we all, uh, I feel like, are always wanting to learn more about and can have struggles with. So um This kind of may be an atypical scripture to share about perseverance, but uh, the scripture I want to talk about today is out of John 6, verse 66 through 69. And the background is Jesus was sharing, you know, with the Jews that he was the bread of life and they think they're talking about manna. He's talking about manna and that they need to drink of his flesh. And they're just like, is this guy crazy? They cannot (laughs) wrap their head around, you know, what Jesus is talking about. It goes on to say, In verse 66, from this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the 12. Simon Peter answered answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And uh, many of us have faced all kinds of hardships in life, right? And this year or in the past or currently, maybe we're really in the thick of something. For me, personally, one of the themes in my life has been just dealing with a myriad of health challenges. Um, I know I'm only 32, but there is already a surprisingly lengthy list of health history that I've gone through. And I even get insecure sharing these things because honestly, I know others have experienced this and more or their families have gone through more. So I can get insecure, but this is just my slice of the pie and how I've experienced hardship in my health. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll go through the bullet point list, but when I was five years old, I got Lyme disease and you're like, you can go look it up, but Lyme disease, um, luckily I was treated with antibiotics when I was young. Um, but we're not sure it could still be having effects today in different ways that I'm unaware of. Um, 
But when I, when it was in elementary school, they found scoliosis, which is curvature of the spine. And, um, that progressed rapidly through puberty. And so I ended up in high school having two spinal fusion surgeries, um, one sophomore year and one second semester senior year, you know, that was a very, um, Un, you know, unexpected second surgery, but it was just a, both times were just very isolating, really painful, really difficult times in my life. And nobody else was going through that in high school. Um, and from high school on, even to today, you know, for the last, you know, 15 plus years of my life, I've been dealing with major, terrible eczema and skin issues, even that have taken me out of took me out of school. Sometimes I just couldn't function very well. It was just so painful and itchy and bleeding. And, um, you know, after my first year of college, we don't know if it was a resurgence of Lyme disease, but I was getting brain scans to make sure it hadn't progressed. And I was getting acupuncture for all the pain I was in. I was sleeping all the time. It was just so such a strange thing. And I, I got married at 24 and a few months into marriage, my eczema got so, so, so bad. And I was actually months went by and I was just in pain. I couldn't sleep. I was itching all the time, bleeding. I, it was just so hard. And I was almost put on disability for my eczema at 24 years old. Um, my boss was like, Hey, if this doesn't turn in the next month or so, you know, we would love to you know, help and put you on disability so that you can really get the rest of me. I just was like, I'm only 24. Like, how is this happening to me? Um, now I, I have, like Alexander said, like you said, I have two boys. I have a four-year-old and a one and a half year old. And pregnancy was, was really hard for me both times. It was really challenging, uncomfortable, but, you know, actually in between my pregnancies, I had a miscarriage. Um, and so with the second pregnancy or the third pregnancy with my, my second son, I had lots of nerves and fears with the, with that pregnancy and mm. every like ache and pain, I was just really nervous and really, really scared. And I hear that's very common, um, sometimes when you can go through that, but at my 20 week ultrasound of my second son, they found that he had a congenital heart disease, um, called tetralogy of Fallot. And I was just absolutely gutted. Um, it was just very surreal, just getting all these um, echocardiograms and scans and testing, genetic testing. I was just, it was just a gamut. And honestly, just that first week or two, kind of before we got some more questions answered, I, it was just a real grieving season for us, um, in the middle of that pregnancy. And, and we don't have a history of heart disease in our families. So we were just totally shocked. You know, this was not something that we were expecting at all. Um, and so there was just a lot of sadness and grief and questions and fears and was just so scared and help felt so helpless like, and so emotional. And a lot of questions came on to my mind, like, can I handle what's coming? Like, how bad is this going to be? Like, how severe is it going to be? Um, Cause we really didn't, you know, they were saying you have to, you're going to have to wait until he really comes and, and is born to really see the full picture of how he really functions, how he's breathing and all these things. So they kept a, they kept watch over him as much as they could with, with scans throughout the pregnancy, but it was just kind of the whole period just felt like a 20 week longer waiting period. And it was just really hard. Um, so it, 
you know, it really even brought me back to the question I've asked so much throughout my life is why do these unique health issues always happen to me? And like now my son, I'm like, why is this happening? Um, and when it came to my health stuff, I have often in the past found myself in sadness that turned to anger. That's kind of my fleshly response to hardship in my life. Mm. My knee jerk is just, it's sadness that just comes out as anger. Um, and asking God, why, what, what is the purpose of all these things? I just feel like it's just the list keeps going. And now my son, and I've shed many, many tears, you know, to God about these things. But, you know, luckily, actually, just last week, we celebrated his one year anniversary of his successful heart repair surgery, and he's doing amazing. Um, I know. So he is very vivacious and active and healthy. And we've got other things that kind of come with a a congenital, you know, genetic uh, issue. You know, we've got more things coming up, you know, for him and his life. But I mean, he is doing so, so well. And we're so thankful for prayers, literally prayed all around the country in the world. So we just feel so thankful, but back to the passage, um, and to sum up that part of it, I, about the passage I read earlier, it's been one of those resetting passages for me in my life. When I start getting emotional or angry or questioning God, when hardships come, especially surrounding my health, I I've thought things like I could be more productive for you. God would, I would be a better, more gracious wife. I would be more patient mom, I'd be a better friend, I'd be reaching more people, and if I were healthy. Um, but in this verse, Jesus asked them, he asked the disciples when they said, this is a hard teaching, who can accept it? You know, I love all those questions, those real questions that we're like, yes, they understand those questions we have. Right. And we see that throughout the gospel that they felt challenged, but they either, then they either continued to follow Jesus or they left. And I think at points of, at times of where we need to, where we're going through hardship, we're at a crossroads and we have to ask, am I going to continue following Jesus or am I going to leave? Because, you know, Jesus asked so honestly, and I love verse 67, he says, are you going to leave too? You know, and Jesus does it. He's not like, oh, are you going to leave too? Don't leave. He's like, are you going to leave too? You know, like I see these people are leaving, but are you going to leave too? And Peter's response is, Lord, to whom shall we go? Wow. You know, I love it's where else am I going to go? You know, and for me at the end of the day, in the midst of struggling with pain and emotional, the difficulties that can bring at times, I think, I think about me griping to Jesus and him asking if I'm going to leave, you know, and I say, where am I going to go? You know, I, I do not like who I am without God (laughs) and all the the ways that God has loved me and and brought me to him through the years, just, he is the same and he's unchanging. And I, I don't want to be who I could be in these hardships without him, you Mm -hmm. know? So that's a scripture. That's just one of the many verses that comes to my head when I think about perseverance. Mm. Oh, Jess, thank you so much for sharing. That was so powerful. I'm so mm-hmm. thankful um, for your example. I was tearing up as you were talking about Emmett and all that he's been through. And um, I remember you going through so many of those things in college and then watching mm-hmm. just the way that you and Tanner and your whole family have really just 
persevered this last mm-hmm. year, this last two years, really, since your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And um, what a what a testament. And I to your convictions and your faith. And um, I'm really thankful for you talking about perseverance today. And I think even really highlighting the need for perseverance, even when it comes to these kind of things outside of our control. And mm-hmm. yeah. I love, um, I even think it, I appreciate everything that you shared about health because I think that all of us deal with certain health things that are outside mm-hmm. um, of our control, whether it's ourselves or the health of a loved one. And yeah. I think it is mm-hmm. one of those main things that can make us ask that question. Like, right. What is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I really appreciate kind of this perspective and this reminder and this callback to really looking at Jesus. And, um, yeah. you know, as you think about these things in your own life, um, one of the questions I have for you is, you know, what have been some of the practical things in these times where your health has really been at its lowest, you know, which I think even what you were sharing about being young and having health challenges, that is just so real. And I know I have a lot of friends that have, we both do that have migraines that are invisible. No one can see it when you, you know, they have chronic migraines or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I went through infertility. That's an invisible disease. Like there's a lot of things that people go through that because you're young, people assume, oh, you're fine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, now I know with your skins, with, everything you go through, it's actually very visible when you're going. Yeah, through. it can be. Yeah. And I've, absolutely. I've seen a lot of the, I mean, it was so, it was heartbreaking seeing you go through a lot of that. And mm-hmm. yeah. but what are some of those practical things that for you kind of in those lows that keep mm-hmm. you grounded in your faith? Yeah. Uh, years of practice. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. That's not I the know, answer everyone it. was hoping for. Go through it. What? Uh, yeah, I think here's some practice, but um, I think just not giving up. Um, and, and really when I say all these things, I think I really mean it, you know, really from my heart. Like it's not a cliche, but it's, you know, not giving up and not turning your back on God. Um, confessing anger, you know, when you have those feelings, but just, just like, I think having that spiritual logic to trust the scriptures and go back to your, um, just going back to your foundational scriptures about perseverance and the things that you can cling to, um, and just not deciding I am not going to turn my back on God, you know, um, but I love the scripture too, you know, Galatians 6, 9, but do not become weary. And I've been getting, I always get a lot of advice about my parenting, right? Because I'm like in the thick of the young, young years where it just mm-hmm. is like so chaotic. And I'm like, is this working? Are my children going to be crazy? And, you know, the people who have kids that are a little older or even a lot older are like, so much of the advice is the same. It's do not become weary. Just do not, do not give up. You will reap a harvest if you do not give up. And so maybe, you know, it might be, you will reap, you will reap that in heaven. You know, it might not oh, be right in this lifetime, but heaven is good enough for me. You know, mm. I want that. I want to be there. 
Um, and I, I'll tell you, I have thought a lot about heaven for many, many years because of my health and surgeries and struggles and all these things that I'm like, I think a lot about heaven and I have to keep my mindset fixed on things that are bigger than this lifetime because, you know, all the scriptures about like, it's a tent, you know, it's like a temporary thing. Um, so maybe you'll reap, you know, um, the harvest, you know, maybe that's heaven. Um, maybe it's this lifetime, but I know that God is not a liar. Wow. And I think just repeating, 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 and, you know, writing those things down and, and writing down how I'm feeling and then applying the scripture and just writing down, well, what is the spiritual logic here? What is the spiritual truth of the word telling me to believe? And do I, can I decide to believe it? And mm-hmm. I think it's that just that training of your mind to just be like, God is not lying to me. So I need to hop on board, you know? Yes. So, oh, I love what you're saying. And I love that your first answer when I ask you that question is like, yeah, I think the way that you got to persevere is just do it. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. I know. Like, but it's the true. I mean, because, right, we want these silver bullets. And the truth mm-hmm. is, you don't learn perseverance, unfortunately, unless you persevere. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, you know, and I think it's that's so hard. I've been thinking about a lot lately is um mm-hmm. with Jesse and I just moving to a new place and and all the wonderful things with that the challenges with that I keep thinking there's just no way out of hard things except <laughs> through them like right you know mm-hmm. what is that that kid thing that can't go over it can't go around <laughs> it you gotta, gotta go, go through it, it. yeah <laughs> and right. I think that spiritually you know un- that is part of carrying our cross but is, yeah. thankfully, Jesus is willing to shoulder that burden with us and carry that for us even, but yeah, we can't walk away. And so I love that reminder. I think that's so needed. Um, okay. One other question for you, mm-hmm. because some of us are, you know, might be listening and like, oh man, I totally relate. I have all these health challenges or my kid's going through something or, you know, or I have this hard thing going on. I'm sure all of us can relate in some mm-hmm. But I also think I know something, you know, sometimes we haven't gone through a ton yet, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, which I always feel like, amen, your time's coming. Like, oh, gosh. Enjoy it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think learning how to support those who are mm-hmm. going through really challenging health things. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do think when we're healthy, we don't recognize or always have a lot of compassion for those who have health challenges. And mm-hmm. I guess my question for you is what are, what have been some of the ways that people, that friends, family have supported you that have helped mm-hmm. you to keep your eyes on God, to keep encouraged? Cause right. Mm-hmm. Even if for our own perseverance, but Right. I think even in the scriptures, we are called to help one another, right? Yeah. And help each mm-hmm. other persevere. So, what do you think someone can do to help a friend who's needed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Because those hardships can not only be health things, but also just grief or losing someone. And, mm-hmm. um, but any type of hardship, I think just having an open mind to like learn about what the person's going through and um, 
take an interest in that. But I, I think about like Galatians talks about, you know, we, we carry our own load, but then we need to help one another carry each other's burdens. And yes. so I think, I think health struggles are just struggle hardships in general. Um, and oftentimes with me for health, it's, it's been sometimes very burdensome. Like I, and so what I think has helped me feel supported is people randomly texting or calling or whatever. I'm praying for you. You know, I'm, I am thinking of you. How are you feeling today? I know your flare up has been really rough. How's it going? You know, um, Mm -hmm. not forgotten, but, um, but also for me being sometimes the sick friend, uh, I have to also have a humble mindset that not, not, I can't expect everybody to, to understand, um, to not cause bitterness in my heart, you know, that not everybody's experienced that. And so, but I think to people who are looking to help, just like desiring to have empathy, to ask, um, Mm. ask what they're going through, explain to me what you're feeling. Um, maybe some people don't like that. I don't know. That's just me. Um, but even just serving or I'm going to drop you off some tea or a little baby care package from Trader Joe's. Oh, man, oh. that's like my love language. I'm like, come on, <laughs> Trader Joe's. Get me a, a good candle, a chocolate bar, and I don't know, snacks, snackies from Trader Joe's. But <laughs> asking and, and serving without, you know, um, expecting people to understand, but just, just trying to be empathetic. You're that person being empathetic towards others. Oh, I love that. And I think that is something I can attest. You're really good at that for other people. You oh, know, you <laughs> have, I think because you've, you know what it's like to go through hard things. I think you are a great person at remembering what other mm-hmm. people are going through. And mm-hmm. I think those are great practicals. And also this podcast episode is now sponsored by Trader Joe's. So <laughs> <laughs> just get the nicest right. employees in the world. <laughs> I'll go have our times and Bible studies at Trader Joe's. <laughs> and the $5 bouquets are like, oh, yes, life changers, game changers, yeah. game changers. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Definitely. My, how the tables turn. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, well, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for everything that you shared. Yeah, thank you for having me share. It was great. Oh, helped tremendously. And everybody who is listening in, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Um, I know that this conversation with Jessica gave me a lot to think about and a lot of just encouragement for my own things I'm going through, but also to be a better friend and support to my friends that are also dealing with things. And so I hope that that can be an encouragement to your week. Uh, We will be back again next week with another episode. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcast, leave a review. If you would so desire, you know, you can you know, send this to Trader Joe's if you want. See if we can get some free snackies for all of us. We need some sponsorships, guys. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I just do this for funsies, but (laughs) this has been great. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Have a great week.